You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the Speeds and Spittin' Statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speed, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, a big shout-out if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, if you're listening live on TuneIn Radio, if you are watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream, do me a favor, hit the like button and tell a friend to tell a friend. We got a good thing going here as we drop stats over beats. It is a big show on a Tuesday. I got my man, as always, Chris Bavona, the manimal, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Chris Ventra holding me down on the YouTube stream. We're going to get some of your questions from YouTube a little bit later on in the show. It is a big show. We're going to talk waiver wire ads. I'm going to give my recap of Monday Night Football. We're going to see if we have any nominees for hashtag Game of Inches, but we start on a sad note. Roy Halladay, at the age of 40, has been killed in a plane crash on the in the Gulf of Mexico. He was flying his plane, apparently was an experienced pilot. This harkens back to guys like Corey Lytle, Thurman Munson, Roberto Clemente, all baseball stars who have met their end far too soon. A lot of people giving their well wishes to the family and friends of Roy Halladay. Let me also echo those right here for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Roy Halladay was a stud for the Toronto Blue Jays, for the Philadelphia Phillies, with a no-hitter in the playoffs, multiple Cy Young awards, and let me tell you something, as a Yankees fan, I remember facing Roy Halladay on multiple occasions, and boy was he tough, between that kind of action he had on his pitch to the herky-jerky motion, but we're also hearing from a number of people right now, out there on social media and otherwise, of what a great guy he was, how he took younger players under his his wing. So it is definitely a sad day in baseball, and we start on the fantasy freestyle acknowledging Roy Halladay could be a Hall of Fame pitcher for the Blue Jays and the Phillies, who died today, killed in a plane crash as he was flying his plane in the Gulf of Mexico. We will, however, continue on here with the Stats Overbeat Cypher because that is what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back, I'll give you the news and notes. We're going to talk about the hot free agents, the waiver wire ads right before waiver wire Wednesday runs. We also got a poll question up as well asking you, who would you add? A lot of people talking about guys like Robert Woods in Los Angeles. Could it be a guy like Thomas Rawls who may take the lead back duties in Seattle? Or is it someone else that you want? We will also open up the the phone lines to handle some of your specific situations as it relates to fab budgets, waiver wires, sit starts, and trades. The number to call later on is 844-843-6879. It is a Tuesday here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We look ahead to week 10, and we also here at Rock and Riley's Studio 34 will pour a little bit out for Roy Halladay, only 40 years old. An amazing baseball player, an amazing guy killed in a plane crash on the Gulf of Mexico. When we come back, we focus on the games that are still being played. Week 10 of the NFL season right here on the Fantasy Freestyle when we come back with the Spittin' Statistician. 
Hey, I'm Frank Stample, and here is Greg Sussman of the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. What can you tell me about the DKMS Big Game Challenge? All you need to do is answer four trivia questions correctly, and you are going to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. How do I get involved? Keep listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day and find out when we're playing. The showtime changes to make sure you're always locked and loaded. I'm in. And you can be in, too. Just make sure you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day up until the big game because we're trying to give away tickets for you in Minnesota. It's the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. We're dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Speeds. We're going to look back at the end of week nine as it related to Monday Night Football, Lions and Packers. I told you again. I told you again about the trick you needed to use. I hope you're listening to the Monday show because now that's a few weeks in a row that I could have helped you get an asset moving forward. We're also going to look ahead to week 10, talk about the free agents that are out there, waiver wires, your fab budgets, who you may want to spend on before waivers run. But let me give you some news and notes first around the NFL. Paxton Lynch out there in Denver says that he can play. He's ready if needed, but it looks like still Vance Joseph and the Denver Broncos are going again with Brock Osweiler at quarterback against New England on Sunday night football. I think this will be Brock's last week in Denver. I think Paxton Lynch will take them down the home stretch so they can see what they have in the young kid before they go into the offseason. I do not think the Denver Broncos will be contending for the playoffs, so you want to let the kid, Paxton Lynch, get some reps and maybe get some uh, chemistry with guys like DT and Manny Sanders. Uh, Martavis Bryant, who has been in the news, as we know, for a lot of reasons, none of them really good, is apparently practicing with the first team in Pittsburgh this week. Okay, I think this is interesting because, boy, what a matchup they have against the Indianapolis Colts. This, I think, could be like a little get-right for the mentality of Martavis Bryant. Everyone's loving Juju. He's got so much good Juju. But in this opportunity against Indianapolis, I can see them feeding Martavis Bryant often. He is practicing with the first team. And uh, Mike Tomlin came out today and said that Bryant... Bryant came back with a good attitude. This might be, you know, how they like break you down and then they build you back up. We have maybe entered the build you back up portion as it relates to Martavis Bryant. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets fed against Indianapolis when, uh, you know, I think the Steelers can go off this week coming off the bye. More on that later on this week. Danny Woodhead who is eligible to return coming off the pup list in a week or two uh, after the Ravens are on their bye, says he might be cautious about week 11. I think he is going to, in fact, be there after the bye. I think he's a very interesting waiver wire ad if you want to get ahead of the game. I actually think this means the end of uh, Buck Allen. Not Alex Collins, but Buck Allen, I think, could be usurped by Danny Woodhead. Brian Balaga. The right tackle on the Packers. He tore his ACL last night on Monday Night Football, making it even harder for that offense, even harder for Brett Hundley. I think it's come time where you need to fade everybody in Green Bay, maybe with one or two exceptions. I'll let you know who those are later on in the week as well. Hint, hint. Unfortunately, it is not Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson is taking a backseat, does not have the deep ball chemistry, and... uh it's a problem for Jordy Nelson owners. Also, check this out. The Houston Texans have signed Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson hasn't thrown a pass in a regular season game since 2011, 
I believe. Josh Jackson, a career backup. Yet, they do not want to entertain the Colin Kaepernick idea. Fair enough. They're going to sign Josh Jackson in a corresponding move. They let go of Matt McGloin. They are playing musical chairs at backup quarterback behind Tom Savage. And also, Mike Evans, who, remember, he was suspended for one week after um, that ridiculousness with the Bucks and the Saints. And how I believe, listen, this the Saints are unraveling their I mean, excuse me, the Bucks are unraveling their immature. It goes back to hard knocks. I said enough on that yesterday. But the news here is that Mike Evans' appeal has been denied. He is, in fact, out this week against the Jets at home. Maybe you uptake a little bit of a guy like Cameron Brait, a guy like O.J. Howard. Remember, they're going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick under center as well. So I'm thinking tight ends. I'm thinking guys like um, Adam Humphreys, not necessarily the deep ball to Deshaun Jackson. Also, Chris Hogan still not practicing for the Patriots. Remember, he's got that shoulder injury. Still not back just yet. Keep an eye on him. We get a lot of the practice reports, you know, really tomorrow on Wednesday. That's when we'll start looking at those and if people are full or limited. One thing I can tell you, George Kittle has already been ruled out for San Francisco. Listen, they're down to, uh, you know, C.J. Beathard. They don't have Joe Staley without Pierre Garçon, without George Kittle. It's going to be Carlos Hyde and not a whole lot else as they face the Giants. I think the Giants are an interesting streaming defense for Week 10, and I think Carlos Hyde is going to be over, like, used. Okay, so you need to consider him in DFS moving forward. I told you I was going to talk to you guys about Monday Night Football. Let me tell you this. The Detroit Lions win 30-17, to and once again, Monday Night Football, okay, money changed hands at the very end. The over-under for this game was, I think, 43 on an untimed down at the end of the game. The Green Bay Packers finally get in. I believe it was Jamal Williams with literally an untimed down zero seconds on the clock. That's what made it 30-17. to so that's what put it in the over. They then kicked the extra point. Remember here on Tuesdays, we do a little hashtag game of inches. We're going to get into that a little bit later on. But if anybody had Brett Hundley and got helped out by that last touchdown, if anybody had Mason Crosby and won or lost because of that last extra point when there was literally no time left on the clock, you know I want to hear about it. Hashtag game of inches. Hashtag stats over beats here on the Fantasy Freestyle. You could hear, follow me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. But let me tell you something. I think the Lions are viable in the chase for the NFC North crown. Will they catch the Vikings? Here's one thing I know. Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback in that division. In my preseason previews, I told you Matthew Stafford was the reason I was waiting on quarterback. If you go back in the preseason, I told you I wait on quarterback because you know what? You can wind up with Matthew Stafford. I also said you could wind up with Carson Wentz. These guys are now both top eight point-per-game quarterbacks, and the reason you shouldn't have spent up on a guy like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. If you spent up on Aaron Rodgers and he's now done, and I told you you could add Matt Stafford or Carson Wentz a little bit later on, hopefully you listen to that. I love Matthew Stafford, I think, as the best quarterback in the division. The Lions can make a run at this NFC North crown. Their defense is slightly improved, and you know I love Jim Bob Cooter. I think Golden Tate, I think Marvin Jones is a You have Ebron at tight end. You have multiple backs out of the backfield. This is now another one of those offenses. I'm calling them now fantasy herd offenses, where you never know which guy is going to pop off. So you want to take the shepherd of the herd. That is the quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He also... 
surprisingly can run the ball a little bit. I told you about the trick, and in both running, running back rooms here, I told you as it relates to Monday Night Football. I told you I like Ty Montgomery over Aaron Jones. Ty Montgomery had more production than Aaron Jones, and he was uh, unowned in 25% of leagues. Maybe you could still go out and get Ty Montgomery. I also told you I like Theo Riddick over Amir Abdullah. Theo Riddick. Only owned in 41% of leagues. Hopefully you checked. You see if you could have done the little Monday night football trick. If you did it with either one of them, I think it's good. But here's the other thing. Uh, Brett Hundley is not the answer. Brett Hundley had multiple weeks to prepare for this game at home, prime time, with the Lambeau crowd ahead of him. Remember how I said how the Texans signed Josh Jackson? Maybe the Packers need to look into Colin Kaepernick. Cap is from Wisconsin. His parents still live there. And no team other than the Packers knows about Colin Kaepernick shredding them. Think about the success Cap had while in San Francisco against the Green Bay Packers. That could be a place to look because Brett Hundley is certainly not doing it. This even with enough prep and a lot of time and a home game against a division rival. I think it's all downhill from here. We will not see Aaron Rodgers again if the Packers are not contending. So maybe Cap can get them to contend. But I'm telling you, Ty Montgomery over Aaron Jones, Theo Riddick over Amir Abdullah, Marvin Jones ascending, and Stafford as a fantasy herd shepherd right here. I like them on I like the, the path forward for the Detroit Lions. I'll just say that. What we're also going to do here on Fantasy Freestyle is I want to tell you about um, some hot waiver ads, okay? People that are being added in a lot of leagues, I'll give you my take on them. I want to start at the wide receiver position. I think the best ad, there's two that I recommend. One, in only 37% of leagues, Robert Woods only earned in 37% of leagues. The Rams are now another fantasy herd offense, and I believe Robert Woods is kind of Goff's number one option. He uses Sammy Watkins on the outside as the big play. You know there's cup over the middle, but... But it seems like Robert Woods has been the consistent target for this team. And listen, the Rams are the number one offense in all of football. Even if Woods is the number two wide receiver. You know, going into the season, you would have taken the number two on Green Bay. You would have taken the number two in New Orleans. You would have taken the number two in Pittsburgh with all the Martavis Bryant talk. You would have taken the number two with the New York Giants when Odell Beckham was still there. This, at worst, Robert Woods is the number two wide receiver for the number one offense in all of football. Goff making the step to be the fantasy shepherd herder. Like I said, I like Robert Woods. He's only owned in 37% of leagues. I also like... Robbie Anderson. He's owned in 54% of leagues, just about half. But this guy has been getting consistent targets, a touchdown in three games straight for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If you have people on bye this week, and there are still four teams on bye, including a number of receivers, say like a Tyreek Hill in Kansas City, I like Robbie Anderson as well in a good matchup against Tampa Bay. I'm off Marquise Lee. That was a one-week wonder to me. I don't want this Jags offense. I'm off Josh Gordon, as you know. I want no part of this. I don't even want Corey Coleman coming off the pup list. Okay? Those are not wide receivers I want. Give me Woods. Give me Anderson. I got other positions when we come back here on Fantasy Freestyle. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out. Just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app. 
FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being speedy. You know what it is. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. We got a little Snoop Dogg. Yo, that reminds me, Bavona. I don't usually plug stuff that I'm going to be watching. But, yo, I am very intrigued to see this 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, tonight on uh, ESPN. Woo! And I'm interested because, you know, you saw clips of, like, Snoop Dogg saying that Ric Flair... Really helped, like, a lot of rappers kind of want to be styling and profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, you know, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. And, I, yo, I think it's going to be a very interesting 30 for 30. I know it debuts tonight. I'm going to probably catch it on the flip side of my DVR or something like that. But uh, the nature boy, man, the nature boy, he's uh, going through some health problems. But uh, it made me think because I saw this clip of Snoop Dogg talking about how all the ride, uh, the rappers aspire to have the style and the flash of the nature boy. Woo! But before we had break, I was telling you some of the wide receivers I like. My top two targets on the waiver wire at wide receiver this week. Say that three times fast. Wide receiver, waiver wire targets this week. One is Robert Woods. He's owned in 37% of leagues. I think he is like the number one option now in the highest scoring offense in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams. Jared Goff looks at him as a consistent guy. He's consistently getting targets. Watkins is like a pop-off guy every now and then, the deep threat. Cup is underneath. Robert Woods has been the consistent guy. I like Robert Woods. I also like Robbie Anderson. He's owned in just over half of leagues. He's been getting consistent targets and has been getting in the end zone for the Jets. I do not believe in Marquise Lee or any Jaguars wide receiver. I don't care that he got in the end zone last week. Remember, you got D.D. Westbrook coming back, but you also have Leonard Fournette coming back for that ground and pound exotic smash mouth south version. Um, I don't believe in these Browns wide receivers. You know I don't like Josh Gordon. I don't like Corey Coleman. And a lot of people asked me last week about Corey Davis. Corey Davis only had like five targets last week. I believe the skill is still there. But I think it's going to take time for him to really, you know, be a huge part of this offense. If you're in a dynasty league or if you want to stash him for later on, I still like Corey Davis. But in the short term, give me Robert Woods or give me Robbie Anderson. Over in the running back position, there are two guys that I like. Um, one is Thomas Rawls. I think Thomas Rawls is going to grab this Seahawks running back job. Okay, it's against the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday night. Eddie Lacy looks like he's going to be out. CJ Prosize, no. JD McKissick, no. And uh, Rawls, I think, knows he has an opportunity. He went nine carries for 39 yards last time. Seahawks haven't run well all year. If you're in need of a running back, Thomas Rawls is only owned in 13% of leagues. You can easily go out and get him. However, I actually recommend Matt Forte instead. Matt Forte is only owned in 42% of leagues, less than half, so you can go out and get him. He seems to now be the lead back for the Jets again. He's getting work in the pass game. And let me tell you something. The Jets' offense is not as bad as people thought. I think Matt Forte is viable, and he's definitely the guy they're going to look to when they get close. He's the guy who's going to get the touchdowns for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Matt Forte, less than 50% owned. I'd go out and get him if you need some running back help in Week 10. 
I mean, there's other guys. You could you could think about these Cowboys running backs. If you're wondering about the Zeke saga, you already know my position on that. I don't like any of them because I think the offensive line is not as strong. You could think about these Dolphins running backs. I like Damian Williams in PPR better than Kenyon Drake. I told you about that. I like him better. I think he's more trusted in pass protection. Drake fumbled on Sunday night also. You know the coaches won't like that. that. The Patriots are back in action. So, you know, Deion Lewis is only owned in 51% of leagues. He was getting early down work. He's a pass-catching guy. I like Deion Lewis, but I'm never going to try to pick a Patriots running back because you know Bill Belichick likes to screw with you, watch it be Rex Burkhead or something else, watch him go back to Gillisley for two or three touchdowns. I am not touching it. Um, Corey Clement had a big game. He was only only 1% of leagues, but I can't get this Philadelphia committee, you know. What will Ajayi be doing? What will Garrett Blunt be doing? Is there still opportunity for Wendell Smallwood? So I'm staying away from that. I will say, I've been talking this narrative about young running backs and how their time is coming. I said it on Monday. I think those are still opportunities. The guys like Marlon Mack, still under 50% owned. Guys like Devontae Booker. I think Devontae Booker takes the lead of this committee pretty soon if it's not Sunday night. I think Devontae Booker will get more opportunity than C.J. Anderson, more opportunity than uh, Jamal Charles. He's only 4% owned. You could probably go out and get Devontae Booker. I think that's an interesting stash. Deontay Foreman is an interesting stash. These are guys I've continued to talk about. As I've said all year, running back is a young man's hustle. Give me Rawls. Give me Forte. Give me Mack or Booker or Foreman. Another guy that's interesting, if you want to get ahead of the game, Danny Woodhead. I know the Ravens have a bye. He might come back right afterwards in week 11. He's only owned in 28% of leagues. Danny Woodhead, you've seen what he can do. And you know that that Ravens running back room has been a fluid situation all year long. Woodhead could really stabilize that. I think ultimately in your fantasy playoffs, it'll be Alex Collins and Danny Woodhead for the Baltimore Ravens. At tight end, listen. Greg Olson is coming back in a couple of weeks. Week 12, I believe. If you want to get ahead of the game, he's available in half of leagues. You know the kind of potential he can deliver for you in the fantasy playoffs. Greg Olson, give it a check. Vernon Davis, you know I love catching a little case of the VD. Simmer down now. I'm not trying to get burned. But Vernon Davis owned in 60% of leagues. No Jordan Reed ever, it looks like to me. What about a guy like Tyler Croft? I like Tyler Croft, 41% owned at tight end. Those are some tight ends. Also, Charles Clay may be coming back this week for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, the Raiders are on a bye. If someone drops Jared Cook... He could be very, very interesting if you're interested in stashing him. Jared Cook has a real part of this offense. All right. Uh, Bavona, if you're with me, it is time for Game of Inches. I got some nominees that I want to share with you. Get your thoughts, and then we'll crown the winner slash loser tomorrow's show of, of the Fantasy Freestyle. We got... um. West the deal. West the deal hit me up live on Monday saying that he was up 13 points, but he was facing Amir Abdullah in uh, PPR formats. Amir Abdullah got only 12 points, I believe, so he just eked out a win. Needed a fumble that Abdullah had, I believe, to have the margin of victory. What about this guy at a few amigos? Hit me and said he won this week because of AJ Green's ejection. That was facing A.J. Green, won by a slight margin, and was very happy that A.J. Green didn't finish the game. What about Pasha Kozlov? I feel bad. I like this one, but it wasn't his. He said he saw someone else on Twitter that lost by .02, two one-hundredths of a point, had Matthew Stafford. And if you saw in last night's game, Matthew Stafford had a batted pass that was caught by an offensive lineman. 
for minus two yards, and that was the margin of victory. I think this week, if we see anybody with that untimed down, if you can prove to me, hit me up at Spittin' Speeds, okay? Hashtag stats over beats. If that untimed down last touchdown to Jamal Williams, if maybe you had the underplay in this game and you lost to the because of the over on that play, or if you had Mason Crosby as an opponent and his last extra point beat you, that's the kind of things we're looking for hashtag game of inches. Bavona, what do you think is going to run the day when we crown a winner tomorrow? I got to be honest. I think this is an easy one for me, especially because, again, I'm a little biased in this because you have no idea how furious I was when AJ Green got mm. ejected in one of my fantasy leagues. I flipped out. I couldn't believe it. So I have to go with the AJ Green ejection, the fact that the guy won on that. All right. Fair enough. Now, listen. I'm still going to leave it open for some time. If you want to hit me up at Spittin' Speeds, hashtag stats over beats, hashtag game of inches. If you want a nominee and you think you had the worst beat of the fantasy, or if you had the under and that untimed down pushed it to the over and you could show me a picture of that, you might get crowned. But I think it is interesting that maybe the ejection could be part of hashtag game of inches. We'll check in on that tomorrow, Mr. Bavona, if you are cool with that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the phone lines right now. The number to call is 844 844- Four eight four three six eight seven nine. I told you about some of my free agents and waivers that I like. I know we're going to probably be uh, answering some questions about that. Let's open up the phone lines right now. Our first call is Randy in California. Randy in Cali, you're dropping stats over beats, kicking it off on a Tuesday here on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you? How was your week nine, my friend? Uh, week nine, no good. I've kind of had a bad season, but I was calling for a trade request. Okay. Yeah, so I'm in a 14-team standard, Got and it. it's an auction draft. Ooh, okay. And I'm, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm thinking about trading Zeke, um, just in case like he gets suspended next year. I don't really want to keep him hmm. and have to deal with a six-game sit-out. So I'm thinking about selling him now for a piece. And the people that I'm thinking about is uh, Chris Carson for four dollars, Devonte Adams for a dollar. Joe Mixon for $34 or Chris Hogan for $24. And obviously... You can't predict the future, but what do you think about some of these guys? Yeah, I think that's really interesting, Randy. This is another take on kind of how to play the Zeke Elliott thing. We haven't heard people in this kind of dynasty auction how to flip him for value. I, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, Randy, I have been saying I think Zeke is going to play all year. I think he's going to serve a suspension next year. So if you're a team in a dynasty kind of league that is looking for the future, you don't want to be saddled with that. So I like what you're thinking about, Randy. I really do. Of the players you mentioned to me, it's Devontae Adams for a dollar. Listen, next year, the Green Bay offense will have Aaron Rodgers back, Jordy Nelson a year older. I think Devontae Adams is, a, you know, kind of ascending to be that number one wideout in Green Bay, and if you tell me I could have Aaron Rodgers as number one wide receiver for one dollar, that would be something very attractive to me, Randy. So I like that if you're looking, if you are indeed looking ahead to the future in a keeper league, Devontae Monte Adams for a dollar. Sounds really good to me. And Randy, thanks for the call. We're going to take a quick break here on the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back, we're going to keep the phone lines open. I see you, Taco and Bama, friend of the show, Dilly Dilly. I see you, Dan in Jersey. I see you, Logan. And I see some callers out there on the West Coast, Manny in Vegas, Andre in Los Angeles. We're going to get to you as soon as we come back, dropping stats over beats. It is the Fantasy Freestyle. After we clear out those calls, we're going to put the fun and functional sports radio as well. 
I have more audio evidence of why I was so hard on Jameis Winston. We're going to play something, and I'm going to ask you the simple question. Do you think he can motivate grown men? Because I don't think so. That's why he's a fugazi for me. We'll go back to the phone lines when we come back. Dropping stats over beats. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. You know why they made all the new 20s? Because I got all the old ones. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a lot of callers to get to this segment, so we're going to keep the phone lines open at 844-843-6879. We're going to pick it up right now with my man Dan is in New Jersey. Uh, I believe New Jersey is voting for a new governor today on an election day edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. Dan, did you vote for governor in the state of New Jersey today? I did, I did, my man. <laughs> Fantastic. I will not I get into politics. Is, Let's... <laughs> All right. No, that's fair enough. We don't need to get into your politics. Let's just get into the fantasy <laughs> politics of it all. How can we uh, help you moving forward for Week 10, Dan? Definitely. Before I get to my question, I had a question for you. Um, I want to get your thoughts real quick, whatever. So if you're a Jordy owner, um, I know we, we know the quarterback situation and everything, but what type of player should maybe one expect to be trying to trade Jordy? What could you get back for Jordy right now? Yeah, off the top of your head, if you could like say like I don't know, like a Diggs or maybe not something too much or I don't know. No, you, I don't I think you get Diggs. If I was the Diggs owner, I would not give up Diggs. I would not try to get Jordy Nelson. I unfortunately, I, unfortunately, I think you got to go way further down than that. I think you got to go way sure. further down than that, Dan. Um, I think you got to go down if you want to straight up trade for Jordy. I think you're down in the. Uh, Oh, I don't know. I think you're down in the Saint, in the Los Angeles Rams territory. I think you're in Sammy Watkins territory. I think you're in Muhammad. It's the New Day territory. I think you're looking at wide receiver twos of decent offenses, the Ted Ginns of the world, Richard Matthews of the world. I think that's where you are. I think if uh, Diggs is way too overvalued. I wouldn't give you Thielen. I wouldn't give you Diggs. I wouldn't give you Marvin Jones for Jordy Nelson moving forward. And and I think, unfortunately, that's the kind of asset you are now talking about with Brett Hundley at quarterback, unfortunately, Dan. Definitely, definitely. All right. Anyways, so my question is, uh, I got a 10-team standard league, no flex. I got the number six priority. Mm-hmm. Um, my team is um, Matt Ryan. Okay. We got Dez. We got Brandon Cooks. Okay. We got Jordy. Mm. We got Juju. Okay. Paul Rich. Bell Darkwar. Ajay Mixon and Mac. And I also have a free spot as well. 
So I would try to improve at wideout, Dan. I would try to improve at wideout because of this Jordy Nelson that we're talking about. If Robert Woods is available, I put in a claim. Like I said before, uh, Robbie Anderson could be put in a claim. You need someone. You need another piece at wideout. I think you're fine at uh, running back, and I'm okay with Matt Ryan. I think his matchups improve greatly um, in the next few weeks. Um, I think you could use a little bit of help at wideout. I would target Robert Woods if he's out there, Um, but I, I feel for you when it comes to Jordy Nelson, you probably use like your you know second round pick or something like that on him, and now we're talking about him, uh, not even straight up for Richard Matthews. But thanks for the call. Up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle is my friend Dilly Dilly Taco in Bama. What's going on, Taco? We 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 getting an early start, looking ahead to Week Ten. I'm glad that you could uh, call on in today. How can we help? Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Uh, I'm just. I'm just curious. Uh, I actually have a couple questions. Uh, one is I'm looking to pick up Matt Forte yeah. uh, for this week or Orleans Dark. Well, one of the two. Um, because I don't want to play Kenyon Drake right. this week. I feel you, Taco. And- I like I like Forte. I like Forte a lot better than Darkwa. I think the Giants are going to, you know, you hear McAdoo all week long talking about we're going to try and see who wants to help this team. They're waving the white flag. I think the committee grows. I think you're going to see some of Darkwa. I think you're going to see some of Gallman back again. You never know who you're going to see. I understand the San Francisco run defense is blunt guts trash, but I think Forte is much stable, and they're in a better offense. I like Forte over Darkwa. That's the answer to your first question, Taco. Gotcha. All right, uh, Second question, would you drop McFadden or Drake for him? I'm, I'm guessing McFadden. Yeah. And also, would you uh, would you pick up uh, Derrick Henry? Yeah, I love Derrick Henry. I would drop McFadden, and I do like Derrick Henry. Listen, let me tell you something. My thesis, if you listen, and I know you do, Taco, is that it's a young man's hustle at running back. DeMarco Murray has been banged up all season long. Hamstring, ankle, shoulder. You know, they're saying now a knee. I do think Derrick Henry gets more and more carries, and I think he could be an asset for you in your fantasy playoffs. And, Taco, because you listen to the fantasy freestyle, you will be in the fantasy playoffs. So, yes, I like Derrick Henry. Yes, I like Matt Forte. And, yes, I would drop Darren McFadden to do so. I believe Zeke is playing, and I believe this Dallas offensive line is not as good as it once was. And even if Zeke is out, McFadden still has to deal with Alfred Morris. And don't forget about Rod Smith there either. But thanks for the call, Taco. I got to keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Give everybody a chance here before we go to the break. Next up on the show is Logan in Michigan. Logan, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you get a W for Week 10 and beyond, Logan? Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me on the show again, man. Really appreciate it. Anytime. What's going on? All right. So this league is a 10-team standard league. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure if I should drop Richard Matthews for either Robbie Anderson or Robert Woods and which one I should drop him for if I do drop him. Fair enough. Thanks for the call, Logan. Yes, I would drop Rashard Matthews, okay? Listen, Corey Davis coming back. I know Matthews got in the end zone, but I think this offense is going to evolve more and more into Corey Davis's favor. And let me tell you something. You mentioned Woods and uh, Robbie Anderson. Those are the two wide receivers I just previewed earlier in the show that I like on the waiver wire this week. So, yes, I would drop Rashard Matthews for both of those guys. And if you listen to the show, 
show, you heard me say I actually believe Robert Woods is the better option. So I would go ahead and do that. I drop Rashard Matthews and I put in a claim for uh, Robert Woods. Remember, listen, this Rams offense is the number one offense in all of football. Jared Goff is evolving, is developing, and they have become what I said the fantasy herd kind of offense. You don't know who it is, but Robert Woods seems to be a. Uh, a strong target for Goff, a target that he keys in on. Watkins has his role as a deep threat. Cup has his role as a kind of third down chain mover. You know what Gurley does, but it has been Woods as the consistent wide receiver. Yes, I would do that. And the last straw on this, Logan, is, you know, Richard Matthews does play for a team that's called Exotic Smash Mouth. You know they want to run the ball, right? Up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go to Andre in Los Angeles. We go out west to the west coast where it is rush hour right now. I don't know if you're stuck in traffic on the 405, but if you are, what a better way to kill time than listening to the Fantasy Freestyle. Andre, how can we help you in Week 10? What's going on with you, man? Hey, um, all right, I'm gonna give you my be- I'm gonna give you my bench. I got Muhammad. It's a new day. It's a new day. I got Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Hey, I got him. I got Anderson. I'm trying to see what she's playing my my receivers because I'm running a ten team PPR. I got Balling Green Woods and uh, Anderson and Sanu. Which three would you run? Fair enough. Uh, Andre, I think this is an interesting problem to have, okay? I think A.J. Green bounces back in a big way. If he's on your team, you know that uh, he defecated the matches for you after he lost his cool with Jalen Ramsey last week. I think he looks to have a big day as a bounce back, so definitely A.J. Green. Uh, you got to go with Doug Baldwin week in and week out, okay? <clears throat> on Sunday, I don't, uh, on Thursday, excuse me, I don't actually care that Patrick Peterson is on him, okay? I think he gets depressed a little bit, but he's still startable. Then you're left with Woods and Robbie Anderson, who are two of my big-time waiver wire ads, or Muhammad. It's a new day, who you know I love. Here's the thing. I like Muhammad Sanu, not just because I can say out loud that it's a new day, but because Julio Jones is banged up. Do me a favor, Andre. Keep an eye out on Julio Jones and the practice reports all week long. He's dealing with some injuries. If you smell anything that sounds fishy about Julio Jones, go ahead and put Muhammad Sanu in your lineup as the Atlanta Falcons host the Dallas Cowboys in a like, national game late in the window. I like Muhammad Sanu to get a ton of targets. In this game, especially if Julio Jones is a decoy or something like that. I like Mohamed Sanu. I like Doug Baldwin. I like A.J. Green. If you want to be scared of Patrick Peterson, which I would understand, then I would put Robert Woods in for Doug Baldwin. But for me, it's A.J. Green, Dougie Baldwin, and Mohamed Sanu. Up next here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go to Las Vegas. And I know what usually happens there stays there, but we're going to broadcast it globally right now on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Manny, what's your question about Week 10? Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, I'm actually asking about a flex position. Okay, what's up? I have uh, I got uh, uh, four players I could actually play. I got Sammy Watkins, C.J. Anderson, Corey Davis, or Kenyon Drake. Is this PPR or standard? It's PPR. Uh, give me not C.J. Anderson, not Kenyon Drake. Give me Sammy Watkins in the flex, okay? Give me Sammy Watkins. I think Sammy Watkins is going to, you know, I've been I've been extolling the virtues of this Rams offense the whole time. Why would I want the running back with, uh, you know, 
uh, Brock Osweiler. I don't believe in Kenyon Drake long-term with Miami. To me, it comes down to Watkins or Davis, and I think Watkins, give me that passing offense with Jared Goff, all right? That's the way I would go, Manny. I like Sammy Watkins out of those four for your flex. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, uh, we're up against the break, but Danny, real quick, Danny in Ohio, give me your question, and if I can't answer it, I'm going to have to do it on the flip side, on the other side of the break. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Danny, how can I help you? Hey, man, um, I got a quick question about Devontae Freeman. Uh, thought about trading him. Uh, should I or should I not? And how much can I get from him? And then a second, also, uh, between Matt Stafford and Roethlisberger, Big Ben, who do you like this week? This week, I really like Big Ben. I think Big Ben is going to pop off against that Indianapolis Colts uh, Fugazi pass defense. They have been attacked all season long, and you know the Steelers have the weapons to do it. I really like Big Ben this week. As it relates to Devontae Freeman, I understand that he's struggled the last few weeks. I understand that there's nonsense going back and forth with him and the coaching staff, but... You can't sell Devontae Freeman for pennies on the dollar, okay? And anybody who you trade with is going to try to get, you know, is going to try to have you lo- be lowballing you. So I would just grind out with Devontae Freeman. He still has weak winning potential, Danny. I would not trade Devontae Freeman. I think you got to grin and bear it. When we come back, like I said, I'm going to play you some audio. You're going to tell me if you think James Winston's a leader. We're going to take a YouTube question, and I'm going to also tell you where you need to listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network to get tickets for two to that Justin Timberlake game in Minnesota in February. So I'm going to tell you where the contest is going. Come on back to hear that on the fantasy freestyle with your boy speeds the spitting statistician come on back fantasy freestyle robert woods has only earned in 37 percent of leagues the rams are now another fantasy herd offense and i believe robert woods is kind of goff's number one option robert woods has been the consistent target for this team and listen the rams are the number one offense in all of football at worst robert woods is the number two wide receiver for the number one offense in all of football goff making the step to be the fantasy shepherd herder weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m eastern on the fantasy sports radio network Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. <clears throat> it is a real love here as we drop stats over beats on the, uh, you know, the cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. That's what we do. Let me tell you something. Um, we got one more call. We got one more call that I want to get to because, you know, it is all about the cypher. We try to hook you guys up. So that last call is Santiago, I believe. Santiago in L.A. We're up against it. But uh, let me try to help you out for week 10 dropping stats over beats. What's up? Hey, uh, I got two quick questions. Let's make them quick. Uh, one What's is up? I need a tight end. Okay. I need a tight end, and I need to know who would drop. I got uh, Chris Hogan, Amari Cooper, Alshon Jeffrey, Adrian Peterson, and Joe Mixon. Really? You got all those guys as your last spots on your bench? What kind of league is this? That's a, Those are pretty good, decent options. Uh, who are the tight ends? Uh, that actually, you I just worked. The wire. I have Kelsey on by, right. and I'm looking at Austin Safarian Jenkins to pick up. All right, so you're going to try to grab the Rastafari. I mean, of those those three wideouts that you mentioned, those are three wideouts that you don't start week to week. <clears throat> 
All right, uh, Santiago dropped. It sounds like. Listen, it sounds like he was rich at wide receiver. So I would, I would, um, I would drop Chris Hogan because there's no telling that he is back just yet. Okay, so if he's still not going to be back, I guess he would be the last guy on that list. But I hope it works out for you, Santiago. Feel free to call back if there are other options. Hey, Bavona, remember how I went off on Jameis Winston yesterday? Well, we now have audio proof that I think he's trying a little bit too hard to lead. Can we play that clip of him trying to be rah rah in the huddle before the game against New Orleans? And let me ask you this. Let me ask you if this uh, would motivate you. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, how about we play that? I, say one thing. I want everybody to look at me. I'm going to pass it to corn after I say one thing. He's got to say something, see? Let's go. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many of you want to eat a W tonight? How many to eat a W tonight? Come here, That's not all that's a little ridiculous. He was literally making a W with his fingers and eating it. If I'm like a, if I'm a you know 32 year old man and I got two kids at home, I've been playing this game for 10 years, and this kid is bouncing around like a fool, eating his hands. It's not gonna make me want to run through a wall for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay, this is more evidence that I believe he is trying way too hard. But I digress. We'll see if the Tampa Bay Bucks can rally at home in a bounce-back game against the Jets this week. All right, we also got my man Chris, the analyst, Ventra. He's been monitoring the YouTube stream for the day. Hey, uh, Chris, what are the people saying on YouTube? How are they feeling about uh, the stats over beat Cypher and our uh, waiver wire ads? What are they saying? Chris. They're all talking about, you know, their waivers and stuff. Sure. They were talking about your f- two guys that you really like, Robbie Anderson and, and um, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. I like Matt Forte at running back also this week. He's only 42% owned. Yeah, he's a very good play. Um, and then, you know, so no, but I got one question here. Yep. It's an interesting one. You got to exclude one. Okay. And there's four of them. Okay. You got Alvin Kamara, mm. LaShawn McCoy, mm. the Bulldozer, Jordan Howard, or Hide and Seek, Carlos Hyde. Uh, the one without a seat when the music stops is Jordan Howard. Listen, you know how much I love Alvin Kamara, especially in PPR settings. Alvin Simon and Theodore Kamala, I love the Saints. McCoy, listen, McCoy is just a workhorse. He's a beast. No matter what, he's a first-round RB1, and, uh, you know, he gets all the production. I don't care if Benjamin or Clay, it doesn't matter. And, um... Who was the fourth one you said? Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I like Carlos Hyde. Listen, there's no one left in San Francisco. Garcon, gone. Kittle, gone. And Hyde gets a plenty of targets in the pass game as well. I have all three of those guys above Jordan Howard and that Bears offense rest of season. Thanks for the uh, question, though, Chris. No um, problem. When we come back tomorrow, I'm going to start giving you my diamonds and my fugazis for the spotlight games of Week 10. And also, listen, this week, tune in tomorrow, Roto Experts in the Morning. On Thursday, the Fantasy Football Frenzy. On Friday, on On Target. That's where we're going to be doing the DKMS contest to win two tickets to that game up there in Minnesota. Maybe next week it'll be on the freestyle because I know my stats overbeat Cypher. They know what they're talking about. We're going to win those tickets. Tune in tomorrow, and uh, we'll start breaking down Week 10. It's your boy Speeds. I'm out. Peace.